Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sunday night edition of Ambassadors of Christ for Sunday, June the 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Mike Keenan, along with my fellow brother in Christ, Mr. Anthony Florio. Good evening to you, sir, and how are you tonight? Good evening to you too, sir. I'm blessed as always. How about yourself? No complaints at all. Same here. I understand you have something you'd like to share with us tonight. Absolutely. Oh, earlier. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear it. Oh yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be blessed as always, my friend. When I share this message tonight. Earlier, earlier this morning at at my church, Oasis of Grace Ministries on uh, four sixty four Silver Spring Street in Providence, our dear friend Pastor Carl Russo preached another great sermon. Did he not, Mike? Yes, he did. <laughs> it, it was incredible. It always is. He never disappoints, let me tell you. Nope, never. <laughs> nope, never has, never will. And he talked about John being the witness of love. And this message I want to follow up on this evening is about just that. This one is about John the Baptist bears witness to Christ. The Bible says in the book of John, chapter 1, verses 29 to 34, John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Having seen that John the Baptist understood himself as the forerunner and herald of Jesus, John 1, 19 to 28. We read in today's passage of how John pointed out Jesus and his role to others. In so doing, he revealed much about the Savior. First, John the Baptist proclaimed to the crowd when he saw Jesus coming, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This statement raises some difficulties at first because this forthright proclamation of Jesus' significance does not seem to be in line with John the Baptist's later doubts concerning the work of Jesus when John suffered in prison under Herod, Matthew 11, verses 2 to 3. On that occasion, John apparently found it hard to believe that his suffering could be reconciled with Jesus' ministry if Jesus was, in fact, the Messiah. How could he, the Messianic frontrunner, suffer if Jesus came to set things right in creation. Here, we should make allowances for John's human weaknesses. John was a fine man of God, but he was not sinless and under great trial. He found himself wondering about whether he had understood Jesus' identity correctly. Kind savior that he is, Jesus did not rebuke John for his doubts, but he replied by describing the works he was doing, works that the prophet Isaiah said would be the works of the Messiah. See Isaiah 42 to 6 and 7 and chapter 6, 1 to 2. Essentially, Jesus reassured John that he was correct about Jesus' identity as the Messiah and the Lamb of God. The sin that the Lamb of God takes away is the sin of the world. Here, the word world refers to all people without distinction, not all people without exception. That is, Jesus did not take away the sin of every person who has ever lived, but only those who trust in him. He made no distinction regarding the kinds of people for whom he died. Jesus, as the Lamb of God, atoned for the sins of rich people, poor people, Africans, Asians, Americans, 
Europeans, rulers, servants, men, women, all kinds of people. John the Baptist also told the people that he himself did not know Jesus, but that his identity was revealed to him. This does not mean John had never met Jesus before. After all, they were relatives. See Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 45. John the Baptist's point was that his insight into Jesus' identity was not due to personal acquaintance, but by revelation from God. As the early church father, John Chrysostom writes, John the Baptist's knowledge of Jesus' identity was not from human friendship, but had been caused by divine revelation. John the Baptist needed a special revelation from God to know who Jesus was. And this parallels the illumination that all sins need if they are to see Jesus as Savior and believe in him. While we must bear accurate witness to Christ, no one will believe the testimony, no matter how accurate it is, unless God opens the eyes of their hearts. Let us pray that he would do that for our loved ones who do not know Jesus as Savior. Let us pray. And this is a prayer of witness, by the way. God of hope and courage, you call each of us to bear witness to your abundant love in a frightened world. All around us are signs the world is struggling and the future is unclear. Strengthen our confidence in your unfailing grace and grant us the courage to move onward even when we cannot see the way, knowing that you will guide our every step. Empowering God, you called your disciples to share the good news of your love to the ends of the earth. They were a motley crew, many from the margins of the society of their day. Sometimes I feel on the margins of life, and I wonder if you can use me. Remind me that power comes from you and you alone. Give me a courageous and willing spirit so that I may boldly go wherever and to whomever you send me. God, our good as the love it conveys. Millions of United Methodists have been waiting to see how the general conference will manifest your love. Untold numbers of others have been watching to see if what happens looks like Christ. Now their hope is delayed and their wait seems endless. In this interim time, may we live and speak in such a way that all will know we are Christians by our love. Holy God, you have taught us to live in, in the in-between and the not yet. And we thought we knew how to do that. But the changes around us are happening so quickly, and there is so much confusion in our world that we feel like we have hardly learned at all. We want to go back to normal. Help us to learn anew what it is to live in a world that is on hold. Help us find small ways to witness to your unfailing love in the midst of our uncertainty. Holy God, you said to us, look, I make all things new. Grant us, we pray you, the to see you at work in our world, healing our brokenness and making us new. Grant us the wisdom to hear your voice through the noise that surrounds us and grant us the courage to bring to fruition the world you are creating. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Just like the sermon this morning. Very well said, Anthony. Thank you, my friend. I very much appreciate that as always. And I've learned so much from Pastor Carl and Lucille Russo over the last six and a half years. Well, I and like listening to his sermons every week. I'm, I'm so glad that you share them with me because I can, 
I can tell you I listen to them. Praise God. I'm glad to hear that. And when I get back to church, which will be very soon, I will definitely let him know that. And I'll also let our other dear friend, Brother Kyle McIntyre, know. I know how much you love his sermons, too. Yes, I do. Yes, sir. So, um, so with that being said, uh, one other order of business this evening. And Mr. Keenan, we know what that is, as always. The Daily Scripture of the Day. Yes, sir. And tonight from the book of Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 22a. New King James Version for any new listeners out there, as that is the translation of the Bible that my church and I read out of. A very simple scripture, which very simply reads, what is desired in a man is kindness. Wow, that was awesome. Nice and short, too. Yes, sir. Well, that's uh, that's all I have for this evening. So, uh, Ms. Keenan, if you have anything you want to share, feel free. Or if not, then we'll put a bow on it. That will do it for this edition of Ambassadors of Christ. But we want to thank you all very much for listening. We will be back again with you over on Anthony's channel on Thursday night for the next edition of Ambassadors of Christ. But until then, Anthony, take over. Yes, sir. Until then, for everybody who has been a part of this one, bye for now, dear friends. God bless. Be good to each other. Have a blessed week. And until Thursday night for the Thursday edition of Ambassadors for Christ over on my anchor channel, you've been listening to the Sunday edition of Ambassadors for Christ right here on Mike Keenan's anchor channel here on anchor.fm. And as the late, great Lawrence Welk always used to say at the end of his shows, keep a song in your heart. While we here in Ambassadors for Christ always say, Keep the word of God in your heart. And as our dear friends, Pastor Carl Russo and Brother Kyle McIntyre, always say at the end of their sermons, and he did it again today, you heard it. Nobody is greater than Jesus. Nobody. Nobody. God bless you is our prayer. Okay, sir. I'll talk to you on Thursday night. Have a nice week and a nice weekend. We'll talk to you Thursday night. Bye for now. Amen, brother. Bye for now. Bye for now.